Welcome to the Paleo View. I'm Stacy Toth, best-selling author and co-creator of PaleoParents.com, where we focus on real-life solutions for families seeking help. I'm Dr. Sarah Ballantyne, New York Times best-selling author and creator of the PaleoMom.com. I'm passionate about improving scientific literacy around public health topics. I like hashtags and bone broth. And I'm just a super nerd. Welcome back to the Paleo View, where this week you're also getting a dose of thirsty brain. Um, Matt, I am so excited that you're on the show because you listen to our shows when you produce them. <laughs> I and listen I to know, every single one. I know that you happen to talk back at us <laughs> while you're while you're doing that. Sometimes, sometimes, and yes. And now we have the pleasure of responding to you in real time. So for those of you who are living under a rock, we are joined by my husband, Matthew McCary. Hello there. Co-blogger, co-cookbook author, caretaker of my home and my children, and whose brain happens to be eerily absorbent to the most useless of trivia and for which I forced him into doing a podcast so that he would share this knowledge with the world and have an outlet for his stories other than myself because after 15 years I've pretty much heard it all and we're getting on like the third rotation and so I'm like you know what there's a whole lot of other people who would be happy to hear this from me (laughs) Clearly, I need to come visit more often because (laughs) one of my favorite things I come visit and we end up in this like super nerd town conversation about something completely random. I I love it when you're here to nerd town it up with him because it gives me a break. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, to be fair, you probably haven't heard everything I know. It's just that the things that I know that you haven't heard just haven't come up yet. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's what keeps marriage interesting after all the years right i mean you got at least another 50 years of stories that's, uh, that's what i'm gonna say all right i get it it's cool <laughs> i actually really uh, to be serious i actually really love this about matt what is you know not to completely tune his horn but he sincerely genuinely retains knowledge in a creepy eerie sort of way and he is super knowledgeable on a lot of things. And sometimes I'm like, where did you even learn that? He's like, I don't know. I don't know. Like he did just... you play a lot of Trivial Pursuit as a kid? Uh, some, but the thing is that um, my brothers wouldn't play with me. He's freaky at Jeopardy. He's like free. Like, I don't know why he hasn't been on Jeopardy. Why yet. have you never gone on Jeopardy? I don't know. I, mean, I, I could I... say I know somebody who went on Jeopardy and then clearly that would make me popular <laughs> that's well that's exactly why you should go on jeopardy matt to make sarah popular yes. i mean I, I just don't think my reflexes are uh, i mean that's a real skill is uh being able to actually ring in time yeah we need to do some I, drills you can practice home. that <laughs> i mean there could be some some i mean you just basically ring before you even think about the answer right like that's that's yeah that's if, you, if you if you think that you know it in the first three words go ahead and ring in if, if the question sounds interesting yeah so um, so I did force Matt into doing his own podcast 
called Thirsty Brain. Um, he's done a couple of episodes to this point um, with our son, Cole, who asks questions. And um, he's also uh, recently did one with Tony Federico from Paleo Radio Magazine, where you cover... Paleo Magazine Radio. Yes, that's what I said. <laughs> um, where he covered why cavemen died earlier than humans do now. Um, interesting show. You can go listen on PMR. But I thought it would put a be- link in the show notes, right? Definitely. Yep. Matt will put a link in the show notes. I'll do it. <laughs> but um, I thought it would be interesting to turn the Paleo View into this format a little bit. And the format of the show is such that somebody asks Matt a question and Matt answers the question. And so earlier today, and and I do it without a wire, no notes. <laughs> I'm I'm witnessing it. I'm right here. I'll uh I'll Instagram story it or something while he's talking so people can <laughs> see he's not cheating. Um but the question that I have for you today, Matthew, came from uh, a member of my beauty counter Facebook group, um, and she heard me say that I don't shower every day and that I don't wash my hair every day. And I said, I do that probably two to three times a week. Don't tell. (laughs) But the truth of it is, is that um, I don't. And even if like today I showered, but I didn't wash my hair. So I thought it would be fun. For you, an obsessive compulsive showerer. Um, Love a shower. I swear to you, this man has showered three times some days in the summer because he'll shower first thing in the morning, he'll mow the lawn, he'll shower again, and then he'll like clean out the garage and he'll shower again. I'm like, oh my gosh. So, so just is here. So, here, I mean, they call it the great Canadian shower. Because. <laughs> Uh, Canadians especially really, really love standing under a stream of hot water until the tank no longer produces hot water. <laughs> sort of the general how Canadians shower. I mean, I, um, I installed a 50% bigger hot water heater when my last one broke just for the, I mean, not because I really needed it, but just because I never wanted to be without hot water. <laughs> just in case I need a spur of the moment hot, hot shower, I could have it. So this is, this is, this is my... Thing. Within the paleo community, we're not really nobody's willing to little like, touch the shower as a as a <laughs> thing. But when you think about our bodies warming to a hundred to one hundred and four degrees Fahrenheit to kill infection, and then you think about us pouring one hundred and six degree water on the outside of our body and ha- what and using things like soap which you know kills bacteria and then you think about our skin microbiome and how important that is for for our skin health and then you think about all of the sources of raining down hot water from the sky that cavemen would have been exposed to which it would have been you know zero zero. um zero you might get like maybe like 70 degrees if it was a really hot summer day (laughs) right Okay, so it, it certainly, I don't think it ever would have been 106 degrees Fahrenheit. No. Um, so my, my, my point By here the way, is I'm just going to say that that is a pretty hot shower, okay? Uh, 105 <laughs> degrees is a hot, hot shower. 
105 degrees, I mean, I like a hot shower, and 105 degrees is, is about as hot as I can get. I've actually measured this, by the way, Stacey. I'm sure you have, baby. And one of the bed and breakfasts we stayed at, they actually had a uh, temperature gauge for the water that was coming out of the shower. And I was, like, was really into that for the time that we stayed there. I was like, oh, what, what, what? Because I like a hot shower. Stacey does not like a hot he shower. He likes a freaky hot shower. Like I, I like his, a really hot shower, When he too. gets out of the shower, his skin is bright red from being irritated. Irritated okay. or cleansed? Okay, well, that's the that's do, the answer that you need to tell us. So, so I would say that most people probably um, are not getting to that that point, right? So it's probably not as um, bacteria killing as you would I think 105. Now, you, you and I, Sarah, if we're taking 100, 106 degree shower, probably are killing everything. But I think most people are are a little bit cooler than that. So there's actually, you know. A, the, the interesting thing about this is that showering and cleaning your body in general is is such a double-edged sword, right? Because on, on the one hand, it is killing that uh, microbiome that's on your skin, right? Which we do need, which is an extra layer of protection, which is partially responsible for keeping our skin healthy. But on the other hand, uh, think back to when we didn't shower and we didn't clean ourselves. You know, Queen Victoria used to say that she took a took a bath once a month, whether she needed to or not. <laughs> and she lived to a ripe old age, longest living, um, uh, longest reigning monarch in, in Europe for the longest time. The, the, you know, the, the benefits, I think, you know, outweigh the, uh, the, the, the potential for, for problems, I think. But I think that, you know, if you lay out the case here, that I think it's really a, a personal decision here, right? So, on the one hand, um, you do have all that good bacteria on your skin that is good, right? You also have all of the, um, shall we say, your uh, your essence, right? That you're uh, that your you're building essence? up your essence that you're building up, right? All the pheromones, all of your own personal scent, right? That you are giving off, right? And when you wash that away, then, you know, it's, well, it's, uh, to, to be a little bit, put, put a finer point on it, um, that's part of what attracts other people to you, right? Is that personal essence, right? They, essence. Exactly. Sorry, I just really, I'm kind of, I like the word essence. It's good. It's good. Right. It's, it, but I mean, it's, it's you, right? It's a, like people smell you, right? You, Stacy, have grown accustomed to my essence, right? <laughs> She right, seen his face. You know, but 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 what it what it is is if you smell something that I have worn, you smell it and you yeah. say that smells like you. So I think you should tell people the thing about what you're able <laughs> to detect from me because of my pheromones. Uh, I I have an uncanny ability to detect when Stacy is ovulating from smelling from 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 the way her scent changes. Thankfully, because Stacy doesn't bathe. <laughs> exactly. Right? So, I mean, I saw The Witches, okay? <laughs> Which is a nonfiction movie, very factually based. That nonfiction book by Roald Dahl. Right. Um, that said, if you don't shower, then you cover up your scent because the dirt covers it up. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> All right. But, I mean, they've done, they've done tests. They, they have... You know, given people 
shirts that have been worn by people. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, they've they've said smell this and then rate this the attractiveness it's of the smell. It's the same smell, thing with right? animals and kids when they get attached to like a lovier, you know, um a shirt that used to be their owners or whatever. Like it's it's the scent, it's a pheromone and and humans do the same thing. And, and it's a part of you and it, it is ident- identified. So the question is why do you want to wash that off? So on the other hand, right? Um you wash yourself so that you are clean, so that you are not going to spread disease and catch illness, right? Like, that—that that is the reason why we invented washing. You know, I mean, you think back to not that long ago, doctors weren't even washing their hands in between, you know, in between going to different patients and were spreading diseases. It wasn't that long ago. Still happens today. It's still a big problem. Of course, that's just washing your hands. But another thing that you, you know, would consider is that the hot shower specifically is really good at killing any potential um, parasites. And that's the real reason why you would take a hot shower as opposed to a cold shower. You know, it wasn't that long ago that we, when we weren't showering, we weren't taking baths, that people had parasites. And that was just a thing that, thing that people had, right? There wasn't a person who didn't have a lice or a worm or any of these kind of things. And the hot shower washes off any eggs, washes off any, any of the parasites that are still living on your body, and makes it so that you're not infected with them. Is it, much, is it a lot more effective to take a hot shower from that perspective than a cold shower? Well, they, they, because we've eliminated them, it's hard. There's not a whole lot of human... Uh, there's not a study in this area. But the idea is that the that 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 hot water does kill kill parasites on the body. And I'm assuming it needs to be hot and not lukewarm because lukewarm actually it's just, breeds well, bacteria. Well, that's just a bath. <laughs> so and so okay. So is a shower more effective than a bath at getting rid of well, if you, parasites? And a shower life. is more effective at getting you clean in general than a bath, right? Um, the way that soap works, right, is that it traps all the dirt in the soap and then it washes down your body if you are taking a bath you are contrapping this the the dirt in the soap the parasites in the soap the bacteria in the soap and then it just sits there and you just you know stew in it as as fun and awesome as a bath is you know it's probably not it's the best bacterial soup exactly it's not the best thing for you to do to actually take care of the diseases on your body. But the, the, you know, the, we, we talked on thirsty brain fairly recently about, you know, um, when I talked to Tony on uh, paleo magazine radio, we talked about the increased longevity in human beings. And part of that is increased hygiene, you know, and while I would say that the daily shower that we've gotten into the habit of, or at least I have, and some people on this, some people on this podcast have not, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> sorry i i also shower like two or three times a week yeah i'm i totally was willing to do this because i knew that you also didn't shower every day and i was like okay i'm not going to come across like the only dirty person but i mean the the, the daily shower is probably not the best thing for you it's, it, it just isn't particularly you know washing my hair every day probably not the best thing for it you know that that in particular healthy hair has oils what does soap do but wash away oils? That's what it's designed for. 
So good thing you don't have much hair. It's a good thing I don't keep any hair. So <laughs> okay, okay. By so choice, I um, I I used the Google <laughs> cheater. I know. I'm sorry. I apologize. But I looked up human skin temperature. Okay. Wanna, do you know what it is? Um, my guess is it's a little bit lower than body temperature. It is. So it's about uh, 34 degrees Celsius, which according to my back of the envelope iPhone calculator math that would is be about, about three and a half 90- degrees lower Fahrenheit. She just double cheated. It's nine. It's nine. It's ninety-three Fahrenheit, approximately ninety-three point two. So, um, how? Okay. So then, what is an average shower temperature? Um, I what, don't. What temperature do you think I take my shower? And not the shower that like you turn on for me that still <laughs> steams up the bathroom in two minutes, and I shout at you. What kind of human would ever get into boiling water voluntarily? Not that shower it's temperature. About half as hot as boiling water. do you know like the wall outside of our shower is warped from the steam that comes from his shower like this is it's a thing okay so stacy i'm with you on the infrequency but i'm totally with matt on the hot (laughs) so my guess is that you take your showers at about 90 to 95 degrees yeah so about the same temperature so uh, this is okay this is where my brain's going so we know the bacteria that live in our skin have all kinds of great benefits and help regulate the skin barrier so um they clearly are adapted to live at about 34 degrees celsius i like my bugs sarah years ago you told me that i need to take care of my body bugs I did. I said they were your pets, and you need to feed them appropriately and make sure I they're clearly nice and cozy. Excellent care of my pets. Um. So <laughs> this, is, this is what I don't know. I don't know. I mean, granted, we go outside sometimes, and it's a hundred degrees outside, and our skin's subjected to that temperature. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we go outside, and it's like freezing, and our skin's at least hands and face are subjected to that temperature. I don't know what the like temperature tolerance range is for well and it's also like which part of your body right because your hands that are actually exposed to the outside are going to be different than like the crevices of your body that retain heat you know like thank you for using the word crevice on the show you're welcome (laughs) i was i mean i was i was wondering i mean i knew where you were going with that i was wondering what word you were going to pick and i picked a good one yeah, no, I mean, it was so, just the for right example, amount of armpit. Mm-hmm. Are, it's a crevice is definitely an example of a crevice. Right. So you can, like, put your hand under your armpit and your hand will get warm because your armpit is warmer, right? So Right, but the actual difference is boy, not that much. You can probably figure out how to make um, rude noises doing that as well. <laughs> that's, that's a one for Cole. We'll leave that one. So... When you take your temperature under your armpit, right, it gets close to body to to internal body temperature. It's usually about a degree Celsius. But it's about a, de- a degree cooler. less, right? A degree less Fahrenheit is how I read it on my thermometers. Maybe maybe it's also Celsius. Maybe we're just fudging it. Who knows? But I mean, it's not that it's you know much hotter than thirty four degrees Celsius. No, so I I guess what I'm trying to figure out. Is it, uh, is that the heat, it's the hot water itself, 
potentially damaging to the skin microbiome? Or is it more likely the soaps that we use in the shower? I would definitely say that the soap would be more damaging than just hot water. He also really likes soap. I don't enjoy his soap. I know. I don't use very much. I know. I don't either. So, I mean, I didn't use soap at all until we got Beauty Counter. And then I really like the way that the body gel smells. And so if I want to wear, like, a perfume, I guess to cover up my essence, (laughs) (laughs) I'll use the body gel. But I'll say maybe, like, after I got over the initial excitement of that, I now only use it, like, every other or every third shower. So for me, and I've told Matt this years ago, and he looked at me like I was a crazy person. I was like, listen, I'm shampooing and that soap is running down my body and I'm using the hot water to rinse off the dirty parts. I don't need to put soap, especially in my lady area, because that is pH sensitive and I don't need to throw off. The essence balance. My, my my coach, my my coach calls them the hot spots, <laughs> and uh, her her direction to her uh, going through puberty children is you have to at least wash the hot spots. <laughs> um, but I've also like always been a person. I guess I like standing under hot water. The actual washing I find to be a Sure. So even like pre paleo, <laughs> Matt's rolling his I, eyes at you. Sure, <laughs> a chore. You mean a joy? Sure. You mean a joy, right? Oh, the standing under hot water is amazing and delightful and wonderful. Oh, moving your hands around with slather like that. Oh man, That's I like- get I get the top hot spots. I leave the bottom to the water. So I I you the. The only place I use soap is when I need to shave. So, and I like use like Matt a probiotic soap. So disappointed in us, Sarah. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, uh, but so, but I shave my armpits every day, so my armpits get hit with soap. So much soap on those probiotic armpits. Probiotic soap every day. Yep. Um, like even if I don't shower, my armpits get hit with soap because really? I shave sh- my armpits. I shave my armpits even if I don't shower. I don't do that. That's not a thing. I I wear sleeveless shirts usually to the gym and. I just feel like it's a courtesy to the other people working out. I just shave my armpits like once a year. <laughs> do you, wait, do what? Do you? No, I no, I'm not going to ask that question. <laughs> does, I I don't even want to know if that was serious or not. I'm just going to pretend that that comment <laughs> didn't happen, and we're going to move on. Um, yeah. So my like call it having a bird bath. It basically <laughs> is. I wash my face and shave my armpits. You just you just splash yourself a little bit. That's it. Yeah. So here's where I admit I don't actually wash my face. And this is where it came up in the beauty counter group because people asked me what I use to wash my face every day. And I said, I don't actually wash my face. So if I take a shower, then I will use, and only because I started using beauty counter, I will use the charcoal bar soap. Before that, I didn't use anything at all in the shower. And when I get out of the shower, I use oil to remove my makeup. So I used to use coconut oil. Now I use the, the baby oil. So what I would say when, 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 when women 
were in a beauty counter group are talking about washing their face, they're probably mostly talking about removing their makeup. Right. But also they wash their face. Like when Sarah says wash her face, she means like wash her face. There are cleansers and face washes. And I have very sensitive skin. And what I found over the years is that if I use products on my face, especially like in the morning and the evening, then it actually gets more irritated. And so for me, that's why I've learned to just like roll with it. And I guess the real question here is like, how dirty am I? Am I going to be like ridden with parasites like medieval times? Yes. I don't think so. I don't, I mean, I I don't think you're going to get parasites, but I would say that your face is like the second dirtiest part of your body. Right. Like after your hands, right? Your hands touch everything, so they're they're just what filthy about all your the time. behind? Come on. Well, that's not seeing much action. I mean, okay, we it, can't it, say that. It's seeing a What I'm saying is, it's minding its own business. It's not like your uh, face or your hands, where you're uh, like sharing that with people. So what I would say is, because you spend so much time touching your face. And not so much your behind, right? Right, right, right. right. <laughs> right. When they I mean, do, most, when most the MythBusters did their test on, you know, on toilet seats, if you remember, the toilet seats the were, hand, were cleaner than your hand thing. or yeah. your face. I remember right? doing that in, in high school biology. And I do wash my hands after I use the restroom with soap. Like, I am one of the women that actually does that. I don't agree. <laughs> I think most. I I feel like most women do. Hold on, we need to decide. Are you telling me that most women don't wash their hands? Oh no, most women wash their hands. I would think that women would be more likely to wash their hands than gross men. Think so? I will tell you that in my work restroom, not public. I feel like maybe the women have like a pressure that if they're in public, especially with if they're with their friends, they're more likely to do it. Okay. Well, yeah. But when I <laughs> that, that's people. When I am in the work restroom where I feel like people are being more honest, like 50% of the time I see women not wash their hands. And I'm assuming that's just because they went number 1. All right. All right. Fair enough. I I don't know what to tell you about that. But I'm washing my hands because I'm not washing my body. I got to wash <laughs> I think the overall message here is that you should shower, you should use soap, but probably not every day. That's probably not the most ideal thing to do, but that doing it is a good idea. You know, get get yourself on a schedule. I'm going to start saying I'm going to take a shower once a month, whether I need to or not. That's (laughs) going to be my new tagline. Well, well, if you're the queen, that's what you got to do. I'm pretty sure Stacy is the queen. Raise <laughs> the roof. Um. So, what do you think of? There's this like increase now in products on the market that are either uh, soaps or cleansers or moisturizers with probiotics in them, or like um, Mother Dirt has now a line of like shampoo and. The hand and body wash that is designed to help uh, cleanse and clean without damaging the skin microbiome. 
I don't even understand what 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 people are talking about when they're talking about this, right? Because the whole idea of a soap, right, is that it traps the dirt and washes it away. So I have a hard time believing that something's going to effectively trap the dirt and wash it away and also not get some bacteria in there. It seems it seems like a contradiction. Because if we are putting the soap on our body to wash something away, it's not like we can design a soap that knows the difference. Between the good bacteria and the bad bacteria? Uh, between the good bacteria and the bad bacteria, between dirt and bacteria, you know, between between anything and what it's supposed to get rid of, right? Yeah. That seems far-fetched. I would need to see what they're actually trying to say that they're doing. I would say, and I can put a link in the show notes, there was an article recently done, Sarah, you'll be happy to know, by a scientific study, um that showed negative effects of antibacterial soap. And I don't mm. I don't think that that's necessary. And I think that that creates things like, you know, resistant bacteria and staph infections and stuff like that. I think that there's a middle ground, right? Like, you can get clean and you can use safer soaps, but you, you still need to utilize soap for the modern purpose that benefits us all, which is to... Get, the goal is to get rid of the bad bacteria. So if you're if you're using something that doesn't get rid of the bad bacteria, and I don't know enough about these brands that you just mentioned to know whether or not they're effectively getting rid of the bad bacteria, but I would definitely research what you're using and make sure that they've been proven effective to get rid of germs. Like, that's, that's the point of using yeah, the Yeah, so one of my favorite probiotic soaps is crystal probiotic um, soap, and it does actually have, like, soap like it has sodium lauryl sulfate in it but it's a very very small amount and it has a patent and strain of probiotic that they've been using in probiotic cleaning products in that's in hospitals and it actually suppresses the growth of pathogenic bacteria so they've actually been using it in hospitals in Europe and you know reducing um, like MRSA infections by like 99%. And it actually can, you can get, they have like probiotic sprays, they have probiotic kitchen cleaners, probiotic uh, carpet cleaners, all-purpose cleaners. And they, what they use is they, the probiotic does most of the work, but it does have some other sort of cleaning chemicals in them. They tend to be very, very gentle. And um, what they have like studies showing um how effective it is at creating um, a, a colony of the bacteria that they have in their products and how effective those are at um, reducing pathogenic bacteria. And that's um, a product line. I've sort of switched all my household um, cleaners to that because of how well-researched it is and the, the fact that they've got you know these flagship hospitals in in Europe that have been using these products for years and have shown really dramatic statistical um, improvements while also dramatically decreasing the number of harsh chemicals that are being used in in hospitals. So they're using far fewer harsh chemicals and they're able to decrease, um, you know, staph infections and stuff like that. So I... Um, I really love them. I think Mother Dirt takes a very different... They used to be called Aobiome when they first released. So they've got the um, ammonia oxidizing bacteria spray that you can spray on your body. And then they have a shampoo and a um, body wash that are um, designed to protect 
really these more sensitive bacteria to soaps, which are the ammonia oxidizing bacteria. And my understanding of those soaps is that um, they are designed to be gentler for those particular strains of bacteria that are more sensitive to a lot of the standard soaps that are being used. Um, but I don't know exactly what the composition of those are that, that achieves that. Um, but I, I like, you know, we can talk about what the most, um, you know, whether one product is more effective than the other. And I, I don't, I don't know that that data is out there. But I like the idea of engineering a cleaning product that protects the skin microbiome while also removing pathogens. And I think, you know, you would always have some wash off just because you would just have some wash off just from water, right? Um, but the idea of well, not killing well, them no. all so that you don't think so? You wouldn't have well, but the, the just using water actually doesn't get rid of much bacteria at all because part of what part of why it's there is that it sticks to your skin, right? And that and that just water has very little effect on uh, on actually getting rid of bacteria. The, the 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 reason why we use soap at all is because we can't wash it off by itself because you're because the the way that bacteria is able to even survive on the skin is that it sticks to it if it didn't then you would think that you could just brush it off right with you know rubbing your hands together which i am pantomiming right now <laughs> but you don't think that warm water by itself is liberating some bacteria off of our skin some but it's but it's actually a lot less than you would think uh, it, yeah, it's, I think it's a very, very little. Um, it's 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 not very effective at all at, at, at killing pathogens. My my only thing with 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 all of these products is that it seems uh, a little overkill to try to make this distinguish this this uh, this attempt to distinguish between bacteria, particularly in a hospital setting, right? Because we don't want anything <laughs> in a hospital. We don't want anything good or bad. We want it to be completely devoid of all bacteria because we we, we need it all gone. We don't want to risk that this particular bacteria that we've identified as good is going to make it through. Uh, we don't want... We want to be done with it, right? We don't really need to... Particularly on surfaces, right? We're cleaning surfaces. We're disinfecting surfaces. Uh, I would rather have surgery on an operating table that has been cleaned of all bacteria than one that has been cleaned with a product that has eliminated or attempted to eliminate only the bad ones, right? And I ask again, uh, how does it know, right? H how does the soap know what's good and what's bad to kill only things that are bad oh. and only things that are good? So with that particular product, the back bacteria that survives that product it is in a medium with soaps it is resistant to those soaps and that bacteria itself kills pathogenic bacteria so you're not left with a diverse colony of okay. probiotics you're left with that particular probiotic strain that kills things more effectively than soap does so so, so what you're saying is in the soap yes is a strain of bacteria yes that is intended to displace anything else 
essentially, yes. right? Anything else, right? It, that that it is actually immune to soap. So if we have, yeah, I have a super bacteria that's that's immune to soap, but it's okay for to live on our skin. Yes, that is I'm, my understanding. I'm a little, I'm a little scared of this this bacteria that's that's uh, that, that that's that's okay with soap. <laughs> it's like the good terminator of bacteria. <laughs> Matt is, Matt is freaky afraid of uh, staph infection. Little known fact. That yeah, is, so, that is true. I mean, this is when the hospital switched to this particular line of cleaning products. They reduced staph infections um, by a, a staggering amount um, compared to using the standard, you know, industrial cleaners that kill almost everything. And so, um, like, to me, that's... That's a very, and it's uses far fewer harsh chemicals because this bacteria is so good at. I'm totally down. I'm gonna get the information from you or from mm-hmm. the show notes um, and look into it because I've been wanting to look into better ingredient home cleaners. Matt really loves Resolve, and it's time. It's time to find something. Resolve? New. You mean for our carpet stains? Yeah, you're like that. That's a problem. Oh, you love it. You love it so much, and I can't. We we spill a lot of things in this house. That's oh, why. No, <laughs> but Sarah's products sound really great. I'm really down. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm Sarah. I'm drinking your your paleo Kool Aid. Got some Kool Aid to share. But I would say that the, that the thing that we use the most as an immediate hand sanitizer, right? Like an immediate. We're going to kill these bacteria mm-hmm. right away. Is just alcohol, which is an astringent, right? It dries it up and, and if and only makes it were it, just it alcohol. Dead. I mean, the thing is, like, the stuff that they're putting in hand sanitizer is beyond alcohol. But alcohol is what you need. That's enough. You know, it kills the same ninety nine point nine percent. But to make it a gel that dries or whatever, they add a bunch of of other Fair stuff enough. to it. Fair enough. But um, there are products out there that are more non toxic that are you know, sanitizing sprays and stuff like that, that you can put on your hand, put on your surface, put on whatever. Um, like for example, we use the seventh generation antibacterial wipes for when we, you know, have raw chicken juice spill or whatever that is less harsh, less abrasive, less toxic than, you know, the Clorox version or whatever. So. Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) In his mind, he has so many things he wants to say. I'm, I'm just I mean, saying. I, I mean, I, I would just Cole's say. Not so aggressive with his questions, is he? I, I just want it dead. I mean, that's just me. I don't want any staff. I don't care how it gets dead. Just make it dead, right? It's a big thing for me to convert him to like more natural based solutions because he likes to take 305 degree showers a day. He likes things to be clean. And so to me, it takes a lot of research and effort to find things to say, like, this is still giving you the same results. Well, I mean, I always have a hard time. Like, like I want, I want to know whenever a product comes, like, I want to ask the question, which is, why is this better? Right? Right. Like you said the word natural. Fine. That's your word. That's cool. But explain (laughs) to me what is better. Like just saying natural doesn't make something better, right? Yeah. You know, and that, that that is probably my philosophy of life, is just saying something's natural doesn't make it better. It yeah. just means that I, you got a plant. 
and I think Sarah and I would both agree with you on that, right? We always look for the science. We look for what is it in the quote unquote natural product, or as I like to say, a non-toxic product or a safer product that is making it better or safer. And so that's where you look at, to me, it's more about what is in the toxic I'm using quotation marks, the, right. the version of that right. product that is not negative, like not what you want that ha- would have negative effects on you. Right. And so you're like, okay, well, parabens have been linked to cancer, like period. I mean, and, so then, and, and we, we say, right. We say fair enough on this show. In fact, we say fair enough. Parabens are linked to cancer, right. but you need to show right. what the actual relative risk is. Otherwise, we're set left in a situation where we're classifying things as known carcinogens without actually say, saying what the actual risk is, right? So you have to actually, before you say, I'm never going to use a product like this, then you have to say, like, all right, so what is the actual risk that I'm taking here? And if I give this up, what am I losing, right? Am I losing something, right? So what I see Seven Generations saying you know, 100% botanical based, right? And I'm just kind of like, that doesn't tell me anything, right? What you're just saying is, I found a plant. Oh, well, yeah, but, you know, the, the one of the most effective pesticides that we have is nicotine. It comes from a plant, but it's also deadly to human beings. And so we don't use it very often, right? right? Like, I, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's why natural is a word that, you know, I use in quotations because there's organic pesticides and there's quote-unquote natural solutions that are actually damaging just as there are chemically engineered products that might not necessarily be and i we're going down a a path that like you know the whole is it fun to shower or not question gets deeper and i think this is the base of where it all really comes to which is people need to think about what is important to them and what their results are and that's you know to me I have a different kind of skin than you. Like, you've seen my skin react to things. React to everything. Right. Like, you could roll in a bin of, like, anything, and you'd be fine. And I'll, like, look at it and have problems, (laughs) right? So, to me, it's easier to gauge the products that irritate my system. And I think that's where it all comes from for me. Whereas for you, you're more of like a, well, tell me why I can't. Show me why I shouldn't. I really love Irish Spring Soap. And I'm like... I think it smells great. <laughs> but I like your essence. <laughs> the Irish Spring covers it up. So, Oh my goodness. Everybody just witnessed like a marriage debate. This is, this is the thing between Matt and I. This and there's one other topic. I won't even say the word because it'll get everybody riled up. But there's like... One other thing that we, like, really disagreed on with our kids, and it was, like, kind of a a parenting medical approach, and we chose just not to talk about it because they didn't agree. But I think that, you know, coming up with solutions that are better but still work is the only thing that's convinced you, like, switching recently to these products that we're using is, like the first time in 15 years that you've considered switching from the things that you love, because I was able to say like, it still works. It's still soap. Like it's still going to get you clean. You're fine. Um, which is, you know, you can't really argue with me. <laughs> yes. Well, I, 
I always love when you end a conversation with, you're fine. <laughs> you're fine. Just do it. <laughs> it's more important to me than it is to you. So just do it so we can be happy. <laughs> and with that, Sarah, how are you? <laughs> um, so clearly, everyone who just enjoyed the show, and probably half the people who didn't, <laughs> need to go check out Thirsty Brain. Are we going to put a link in the show notes where people can... Yes. yes. Check it out. And it's also available to subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher, just like you can with the Paleo View. It surely is. So people can listen to both podcasts. And Yeah, exactly. And I will say that Thirsty Brain is really cute because it's Cole and Matt bantering and the dad jokes um, are pretty funny. So where you get m- marriage debates here, you get like dad joke yeah. debates with Cole. Which and, and we try cool. to do things that are funny and, interest, and interesting um, not just like you know I'm interested in the science of such and such topic but I try to relate it back to things that people are 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 interested in a entertainment kind of way right yeah. so well, we talked about zombies in our first episode in our second episode we talked about Plague Doctors, um, because Cole uh, has played the game Assassin's Creed, in which there are Plague Doctors with the long nose masks, and he wondered why it was that they were wearing those kind of masks. Uh, In the future, we're going to try to relate things back to, you know, things that people are interested in already. Well, thanks for joining us, Matthew. I was in the house already. I won't... (laughs) You didn't really have a choice. I commuted a now, good 20 feet. Now, when you're producing this episode, you won't have to listen to it very carefully. <laughs> I know that whatever I said was right, and I don't need to edit it at all. <laughs> He's going to cut out all He's going to cut out all of everything we said. Yep. It's just going to be the Matt show. That is my favorite show, is the Matt Monkey show. sound effects. <laughs> Well, if you enjoyed this episode of The Paleo View, we would very much appreciate it if you remembered to share it with your friends and family, leave a review in iTunes, and of course, check out Thirsty Brain. Um, And because Thirsty Brain is a new podcast, we would really, really love you to leave a review on Thirsty Brain if you listen and enjoy that podcast. So, Because if you don't, I will be very sad that nobody has reviewed my show, and I will probably cry. Aww. Sad. Nobody wants Stacey, you to cry, Matt. Stacy is really smirking at me. I think she wants me to cry. <laughs> like, what a tiny violin playing over here for you. All right. This concludes this episode of Amelia <laughs> I think you've had enough. I won't subject you to any more. This is why when I meet you in perfect in person and you tell me that you enjoy the paleo view and I say, I'm sorry. Matt's going to go have a shower now. I might. I'm, I, <laughs> I might bathe like day after tomorrow, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Well, Save enjoy your bacterial time. soup. I, I will clearly enjoy living in filth. I'm really looking forward to all of the future references I can make about my essence. <laughs> <laughs> it is probably my favorite of all the essences. <laughs> Even more than bacon? Oh. I do not like the essence of bacon. I know. I know. <laughs> Too much bacon. Thanks again, everybody. Thanks for listening. 
thank you for listening to The Paleo View. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to rate us on iTunes. You can also support us by shopping for our favorite paleo products on the sidebars of our individual websites or by donating through PayPal. Some child must have uh, been messing with the game. I don't know what they would have to gain by messing with the game. Ha! Ha! Neither one of us is, like, depressed and miserable and exhausted, so we're pretty good. Oh, speak for yourself. (laughs) I'm so miserable. I I did all the at-mat sit-ups yesterday, and I'm getting the delayed muscle soreness that just started kicking in in the last two hours. Oh, ab soreness used to be one of my favorites, because it, like... It doesn't hurt the way that using your legs does. You just know that you did a good job. <laughs> uh, gotta make awkward eye contact. At least it's with your husband. Yeah, all, of our, all of our eye contact is awkward anyway. That's true. So. He's gonna stare at me longingly and I'm gonna roll my eyes. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.